In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor in Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of our Lord. Peace to you this Christmas night when God comes to us, Emmanuel. I want us to think for a moment about the games and the rhymes of our childhood. One potato, two potato, three potato, four, five potato, six potato, seven potato, more. Bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish. Eeny, meeny, tipper, teeny, ba-ba, boompolini, achi-kachi, double-achi, out goes liberachi, and my mother said to pick the very best one, and that is you. Now the question is, why does my mind retain all of that? <laughs> and add to these random rhymes the game of truth or dare. Do you remember that? And then I remember another thinking game. The question that was posed was this. You can stay here in the life you have, or you can jump under your bed and enter a new life. Which will you choose? Now, being a deep thinker, this little game really stumped me. I remember thinking of all the reasons why a new and different life sounded kind of intriguing, and then I would think of all the things I would give up if I traded my life in for another. Now, as weird as this little game seems, it touches on something real. And what is real is our desire at times 
to escape the difficult parts of life in search of something else. We prefer to avoid the really difficult times of our lives and to jump into something that is a little more pleasant. Because it's not so fun to be stuck in a hard place and to endure suffering. And so to avoid the discomfort and to lessen the sting, we are always searching for something that will change us and help us quickly shuffle our life to a better place. Now on my Instagram feed this week was an ad for a 2018 planner. Its format can hold your hopes and dreams, your daily to-do list, your bucket list, your bullet list, if you're familiar with those, and even a meal planner all in one. And the little blurb in the ad read, this planner can change your life. Seriously, I was so drawn to ordering it because I was thinking, well, maybe this is the ticket for me, the missing piece to keep my life in balance, to help me stay in control, to improve dinner time at the Horsch household, and to help me do it all. There's a dark voice in this world that our ears are tuned to hear. And it draws us to seek success and happiness and then to feel unworthy when these things don't come. We are always searching for the next thing that can change our life or to take us from where we are to where we want to be. And we don't often choose to admit it, but there are pressures in this world to have our lives look in a certain way, to cast this image like we have it all together. Yet, I wouldn't be too surprised tonight if most of us, in the rough moments, would opt to jump under the bed, to try on a different life, or at least to replace certain parts of the life that we have. And so it's right here on the verge of choosing between this life that we have and in option B that we hear the Christmas story again. God's entrance into this world is not slick or showy. A baby is born in an unexpected place. That is the headline. No one involved is really in the high point of their life. The parents are ill-prepared. The location is less than desirable. And there a soul would even know that it happened at all. In the middle of nowhere, into the darkest night, to these isolated, simple shepherds, God appears. And his message for all the world is made known right there. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you was born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. God looks at the world 
And instead of brushing by the rough parts or abandoning them altogether, he chooses to be born right there. God comes into that bleak place, embracing the broken and the beautiful, the hurting and the healthy, the lost and the luster, and proclaims that this is where he chooses to be. The promise that is proclaimed in this Christmas story is that there is no need to make your life look better, to upgrade to the next version, or to jump under the bed in search of a better life. God comes down and looks upon you with favor just as you are. God is not abandoning this world. Instead, he's nestling right in with flesh and blood in people and places where the world would never expect God to be. And that point of entry reminds us it is the raw, unfinished places where this birth takes place, where change happens, where light comes, and where a promise is spoken. As odd as it sounds, we are not to rush from the raw, unfinished place because that is where God comes to you to dig deep into the fertile soil of longing to sow a seed of hope. You see, each time we proclaim this birth of Jesus so long ago, we proclaim that God is here and has come to save us. There's no need to search for something to change us because we are already changed. This good news opens the heaven for hope to come down to earth. God comes into this world to create this force of life and love that will reform and rebuild the failed structures, heal broken hearts, and with every possible means, embrace the entirety of our lives as much as we want to abandon them. God comes and he unleashes mercy and restoration, freedom and hope with a love that will seep into every thirsty space. You know, the older I get, the more I come to understand that as much as we would prefer, we cannot avoid or push quickly through the difficult parts of this life. I wish for my kids and for all kids that a life of faith that would be easy and straight, but this is not always for us to control. Our call in this life is not to work hard enough or to live well enough to avoid difficulty. Our call is to trust that in the difficult, fragile places is where God promises to be born. And in these places, God's spirit of love is found stirring and mending and bridging and feeding, redeeming and resurrecting. So tonight, if healing is not coming fast enough, if you feel stuck on this treadmill of this race of life, 
If you're ready for a change, but you don't know where to find it, if your heart is breaking because someone you love is not with you, if you are anxious and afraid, if the tears won't stop flowing, if your marriage is limping along, if you're sandwiched between caring for aging parents and your own kids, if you are disheartened by the inequity of this world and the powers that hold it, if you are longing for purpose in your life, if you are faced with an uncertain diagnosis, if you are ready to flip the calendar on this last year, if you are just making it, be where you are. And here tonight is this is where God comes in flesh and blood and where new life will be born. You don't have to jump under the bed to find a new life. God is joining you right where you are and is working in every thread of this life to weave a way forward, a way of abundant life for all of God's people. May this good news on this holy night, may this promise of presence and deep love find you wherever your life may be. And may this good news spill over from your heart into the dark places of this world to herald the good news and to bring light and life. Amen.